eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast now. Here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Deontay Johnson said that he's completely healthy. He'll be back week seven against the Rams after the Steelers' bye week. So it seems like you can plug him in right uh, right away as a wide receiver three in his first week back, and then maybe we can potentially upgrade him as he ramps up. But in the meantime, I'm selling George Pickens right now before Deontay is back and before the bye week. Here's the thing with Pickens. He's Pretty good against man coverage, right? We saw that big touchdown that he had late last week. It was against man coverage. He said he knew it was man coverage. The play was changed into a go route, and he won, right? That's his wheelhouse. He's really good at it. His other big game this year was against Cleveland in week two, four for 127 and a touchdown. They're also a team that plays man coverage a majority of the time. He didn't do much in week four against Houston. They play a zone scheme a majority of the time. And if you look at Matt Harmon's reception perception, Deontay Johnson doesn't have any issues in man or zone coverage. In fact, he dominates 85th percentile and 88th percentile win percentage, respectively, in man and zone coverage. So George Pickens, on the other hand, fifth percentile in winning against zone. Okay, so that means he's not good at that. And the league is moving towards more and more zone every year, and teams now play significantly more zone than man overall. So check this out. He has a bye this week. Week seven, he gets the Rams, mostly zone, tough matchup anyway. Then Jaguars, they, they play zone at a 65% rate, so that's a big zone team. Week nine against the Titans, big zone team. Week 10 against the Packers, 66% zone rate, big zone team. So not great. So I'm taking advantage of a couple of big games from Pickens, and I'm selling him because I'm also not sure he can maintain these high target shares that he's had without Deontay Johnson in the lineup, and now that Deontay's coming back, I would I would imagine that Deontay just goes right back into being the alpha here uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, it's some this is something that we've seen 
the, uh, the entire sample size shows that Deontay Johnson will get the high target share and Pickens will not. So that's kind of what I'm expecting moving forward. Yeah, right. And that, that's been the gripe the whole time with George Pickens coming into the season. And it's just kind of manifested itself, you know, this season. Obviously, the target share doesn't look that bad. But that's like you mentioned, because Deontay Johnson has been out this whole time when there's really nobody else for them to throw to. I mean, who's going to get the ball? George Pickens is a guy the jump ball that's going to be able to, you know, make a difference on the team. And you just look at the game last week. Like, does this look like a fantasy conducive offense to you when your quarterback has to check out of a play? I mean, I don't know if you saw like the memes. But they talked yeah. about they showed the camera angle of Matt Canada watching Kenny Pickett check out of the play into a deep pass on a go route to Pickens and they score and there was no reaction at all. He was just sitting there with like this straight face. It's like, is he salty that his play got checked out? I don't know. It's clear yeah. that Matt Canada is a problem. That that could be the case, but the offense just isn't that good. It took them until the very end of the game to put up, I think it was their first touchdown, right? Because they had kicked field goals up to that point. That's how they were. And they had a field goal, a safety, and a field goal. <laughs> and then they scored the touchdown. It was just ridiculous. This offense is not that good. So the fact that Pickens is doing this on a bad offense is already defying the odds. And then you mentioned the fact that Deontay, Deontay Johnson is going to come back. And when he's on the field, he just gets the targets. Like his workload is about to be significantly reduced. And then also, I mean, like you mentioned, he's on by this week. That might make it a little bit tougher to sell him. But I think you still need to move off him while he has these two games in his game log that look really good. You know, he has two games with 10 targets, and in both of those games, he scored a touchdown. Take advantage of those weeks. Move off of George Pickens because we've been on this pretty much all season. You know what I mean? Like, we've been saying this even when he wasn't scoring touchdowns. He's getting these target shares that are relatively high. But once Deontay Johnson's back, that's going to change. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I have another cell, and it's also a wide receiver. Different division, but I'm talking about DeAndre Hopkins. He is a screaming sell after having by far his best game in a Titans uniform. I mean, what was the number one issue we had with Hopkins going into Tennessee, coming into the season? It wasn't his talent or his ability to demand targets. He did that in Houston. He did it in Arizona. And surprise, surprise, he's doing it again with the Titans. The problem is that the Titans are one of the least, if not the least, they're right up there with the Steelers, fantasy conducive passing offenses in the league. I mean, it's not rocket science to see that he's suffering because of his situation. He has a 30% target share in the season. He has a 43% air yard share in the season. 29% targets per route run. But just one top 35 performance to show for it? That's a little odd. This past week against the exploitable Colts secondary was the first time that he actually had production that matches the utilization he's got. And if you've seen Ryan Tannehill play, it hasn't been very good. The passing offense has not been there. So the data that was gathered by Dwayne McFarland over at Fantasy Life, he tells us that 25% target share and 31% air yard share is indicative of wide receiver one production. And Hopkins is blowing those out of the water. So what gives? The truth is that 30% target share that he has in Tennessee, it's a lot different from 30% target share in other offenses like Minnesota. Justin Jefferson has a 27% target share. He's getting a lot more targets, even though it's a little bit less or just about the same in terms of target share on the team. And then also 30% target share on the Chargers for Keenan Allen is much different than 30% target share in this Titans offense. 
Before last week, he had catch totals of four, three, and four in his past three games. And the next three weeks that he has coming up, tough matchup against Baltimore in week six, a bye in week seven, and another tough matchup against Atlanta in week eight. So there's not a whole lot of upside these next few weeks. There's a chance that he's going to have more of those quiet games that we saw to open the season. This past game that he had, he had 22 points. It was an outlier, and he still didn't score a touchdown. It was based on high usage alone. So I would capitalize on his value right now. Go choose a better receiver in a better situation, even if you have to, even if you have to package him up, DeAndre Hopkins with a side piece to do to do whatever trade you need to upgrade a wide receiver. I would do it. You might be able to get Chris Olave. <laughs> I'm gonna keep talking about Chris Olave, right? Yeah, you he, might be able to get him one for one. You know, you he, right. he, you could crazy. get him one for one potentially. Like Hopkins, like Hopkins has been you know doing his thing lately and having a, a couple of decent games on his game log where you can say like, okay, well, Olave hasn't. Give me Olave. Easy. Easy money. Yeah. Um, by the way, guys, Tyler on our team does an amazing job with the trade charts every week with, you know, giving players specific values to help you make trades. So make sure you go check that out on our website at upperhandfantasy.com. Our weekly positional flex and super flex rankings will be up there as well, including buy, sell articles and a ton more. So go visit the website at upperhandfantasy.com. The next guy I'm looking to sell, Dalton Schultz. Now, Zach, why are you talking about guy about a guy that wasn't relevant two weeks ago? Because he's been relevant these past two weeks. Did Schultz do you a solid or what by coming through? Not one week, but two weeks in a row. He's been the PPR tight end four and five in weeks four and five, oddly enough. And he's also scored in both of those games. The difference between those two finishes, he saw just three targets in week four, but 10 targets in week five. And I remember coming off of that week four performance where we like, well, the usage wasn't necessarily there. He scored that touchdown and it just happened to be his day you know all it takes is one touchdown to finish as a top 12 tight end right now but you saw he only had those three targets but this week is up to 10 targets that's great you look at his game log on fancy life's utilization report 40 percent targets per route run 33 percent target share in week five both of those look really good but those stats they're pulled out of context and that's just the truth of it when you consider how he got to that production utilization suddenly things don't look as good I mean, he was seeing a route participation nearly high enough to be in the conversation as a weekly option at tight end through weeks one and four. It was just 68%. His target share, too, was way too low at 11%. Not good. But in week five, he saw 71% route participation. But that was because Tank Dell was out of the lineup for most of the game. Dell had a 17% target share in the games where he was healthy, and he played all the way through. Dell should only be out at max a week with his concussion, I think. And at that point, he's going to jump back in a lineup and he'll probably tank your Schultz stock. So I'm selling high on a player that had no value two weeks ago. Thanks to back-to-back performances with a score, he can be moved as a legit asset with value today. I don't think that his route participation or his target share is going to stay up once Tank Dell comes back. There's also tough matchups coming up these next few weeks. I'm moving off of Schultz before he just becomes another name on my bench and he's not going to have any value. He's only rostered in 44% of leagues. So, you know, in competitive leagues, 12 team, 14 team leagues, he's probably rostered. So, in those situations, you could package him up and send him somewhere, send him packing. Okay. Um, 10 team leagues might be on the waiver wire. Just letting you guys know. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 